Carol Ofori, yeah. East Coast Radio. You just joined us. We're actually about to jump into a very serious conversation that was uh, one of the trends. It's, it's, it's crazy how so many Twitter trends are becoming massive conversations off the Twitter streets and in real life on radio, you know, shows, on TV stations, etc. And this is one that has really gotten the country speaking. Um, and it all stems from a tweet from uh, a lady. Uh, a tweet went viral this week from my mom, an award-winning uh, journalist as well. Uh, she has a mom blog. Um, and she wrote uh, this and shared with us uh, the situation. Her name is Mandy Matlingisa, uh, and she uh, she's a millennial mom. That's the post, the the, the blog. And uh, she wrote this on her um, Twitter feed, and it got people going. She said, "So I asked my baby daddy, who's never been present physically or." financially for 13 years to help out with school fees i've never asked him for anything by the way this is what he had to say she took a screenshot of his response and he said so basically you want me to stop paying for my boys and pay school fees for her because that is the only way i'll be able to pay that money and uh, a lot of deadbeat dads inverted commas um came out in his defense saying that what he did that the, what the mother was asking for is unacceptable the two children that he has in his marriage in some way uh, according to their tweets were deserved to be paid for school fees and that this child that's out of wedlock or was before the wedding or whatever the case may be this baby um, must just find its way which I found very shocking very very shocking but it got lots of people talking uh, some people were saying no you cannot defend this guy some people saying that you don't understand the circumstances and it can get very complex so we decided instead of trying to have this discussion by ourselves let's bring in someone who's who's learned and knows about this um please invite to the show gary de silva from fathers for justice hi gary how are you carol doing well in yourself great thank you i think before mm. we even get into it what does fathers for justice do we campaign for the right of the child to have joint equal shared contact care guardianship and maintenance mm-hmm. with by and of both parents at all times right and to that end uh, we are we've submitted to parliament last year the presentations to parliament uh, last year six times um, we've done we've done a response because um, the Department uh, of Social Development asked for changes to, to the Children's Act, which we submitted to. Uh, we submitted uh, on the 31st of January changes to the Maintenance Act, and I will be also responding to the responsible changes to the Domestic Violence Act. Okay. So yeah, we're very busy um, campaigning yeah. for the right campaigning for the rights of children and parents. Okay, it sounds really, really interesting what you're doing. And, and I'm sure you've got the context of this particular tweet. I do indeed. Um, and I'd, I'd love yeah. to hear your response to the situation. Uh, does this dad have any leg to stand on with his response to this woman? What are your thoughts? Um, look, legally, legally, he is responsible to pay maintenance towards that child. He has a legal obligation and we would uh, encourage him to absolutely take his responsibility towards his child. You know, uh, it's not a matter of you can pick and choose. The child is there. The child needs to be taken care of. But at the same time, what we're saying is, is that the sole financial burden shouldn't fall solely on the father mm-hmm. uh, you know you have the child together you raise the child together so that includes all aspects of maintaining and caring and and, and, and looking after that child okay so how yeah. do we how do we how do we then decide how we split the financials in half because a, okay. wo- a woman will argue uh, Gary that if the child for example stays with me right mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, there's which a f- we have a problem with but yeah anyway 
hundred percent. But mm-hmm. in the case where the father is okay with that, you know, there are a lot of fathers who are okay with the mother living with the child and them seeing the child when it's convenient for them. And if that yeah. arrangement is which okay, is not in the best interest of the child, but yes, hundred percent. And what mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying though is, how do you define the financial amount considering uh, a situation? Dropping off of schools, doing the homework, doing that, doing this, doing that, which you can't put a monetary vol- value to, if you know what I mean. Correct. How, yeah. how, do, you, how okay. do you mitigate that? I, okay, so if you have a look at it from a high-end point of view, we're saying that uh, the responsibility of parents raising the children is on a 50-50 basis. So, the you know, school fees, medical aid, civvies, uh, school clothing, extramural activity, on a 50-50 basis is for, for both parents. Mommy needs a litre of milk when the child is there 50% of the time. Daddy needs a litre of milk. The two cancel each other out. Where the one parent is burdened where, with the, 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 the care and the contact uh, uh, portion of that, where there's an exponential, so the child is mainly staying with the mother or the father, okay, then, then we should be saying, okay, but then, okay, so it's not only medical aid. We should also be looking at the food portion, uh, electricity, water, and light, and that should be also in in the maintenance at the same time maintenance is not a get rich quick scheme because that is what we find you get one of three scenarios no maintenance a happy medium maintenance and then maintenance that doesn't make any financial sense or based on any form of logical or natural mathematics mm-hmm. so uh we're saying that in, in 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 the main um it is the responsibility then if if the child is spending exponential amount of time with one particular parent then the other parent would become responsible for additional things like water, lights, electricity, sorry, water, electricity, uh, uh, and food. And then obviously a certain segment, uh, a portion of the rent, not the whole rent. It's, you know, I mean, like, because there's two of them staying there, um, you can't expect, I mean, like, um, if you say that the, the, the rent is 9,000 rand, mm. uh, you can't say that the rent is 4,500 rand for the child, okay? It is... Four and a half divided by two, okay? okay. Because I'm also have rent to pay. I hear you, and and I think there are some people listening here who will definitely argue your point here because on the mm-hmm. ground, I mean, I'm I'm in a relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. We, we we both mm-hmm. have uh, we both see our kids, and I, mm-hmm. I I do a lot of the heavy lifting just because you know my time yeah, allows that, and it is what okay. it is. So it it's it, it's easy to say yes, we're gonna cut this in half. You are over there, and a father mm-hmm. should be doing more, etc. But the fact of the matter is that when we look at the situation on the ground, you do find that mommy might end up doing a lot more heavy lifting just because naturally this would happen that way and it would be yeah. nice to be supported in a way to help alleviate some of the load. And the, the quickest and easiest way to do it that will help a mom figure this out mm. is financially, mm. right? Uh, but we're going to uh, chat more. We're going to chat more, Gary. I just want to go to traffic 100%. and uh, okay, we're going to chat more. I'm going to talk to you about some statistics that were pulled up by Old Mutual about uh, right. absent fathers. Wow. And I, will, I would like to. I would like to argue those statistics, please. I hope you have your own, because if you're going to argue, yes, you have to do. give your own. Fantastic. We'll talk to your statistics, and we'll get these old mutual statistics, yeah. and then we'll but chat. Somewhere in the somewhere in the middle is the truth. Somewhere in the middle is the truth. Gary, stay on the line for me. We're talking about a quite a, a sore issue. Uh, and I say sore issue because if you're in this boat, it's it's a rocky boat and there's always someone who's hurt and someone who feels un- like justice is not served. And I'm talking about the issue of maintenance, the issue of, you know, a father paying, specifically in this case a father, and I'll tell you why. It stems from a, a tweet that was tweeted by uh, a popular journalist. She said, so I asked my baby daddy who's never been present physically or financially for 13 years to help out with school fees. I've never asked him for anything, by the way. This is what he had to say. And his response was, so basically 
basically you want me to stop paying for my boys and pay school fees for her obviously uh, he's got these b- two boys in in his marriage and then of this lady has a daughter with him and then he goes on to say because that is the only way I'll be able to pay that money uh, the money that was required was around 4,300 for private school education so we've been chatting if you've missed it we've been chatting with Gary De Silva from Fathers for Justice uh, welcome again Gary so let's continue our conversation I did say I'm going to bring some stats that were done by Old Mutual around uh, the situation of of absent fathers and and and, and parenting and, and the role of, of of mothers and how much like I said heavy lifting they are doing so they've got you 44% of moms surveyed regarded themselves single parents they also went on to say nearly half of the women uh, also said they are sole breadwinners and receive no financial assistance at all 28% of fathers of those children who contribute financially contribute regularly only 28% 25% contribute but only now and then but a staggering 47% of fathers don't contribute at all financially towards their children in this survey by Old Mutual you mentioned you have your own statistics okay so if we take a look at it from the top, 91% of the children are awarded automatically to the mother. That was according to responding affidavit at the Equality Court in the Van Gunkel Low uh, et al. case circa 19, uh, sorry, t- uh, 2010. Uh, according to Minister Zulu, the uh, Minister of the Social Development, she said that the, the figure is actually 92%. Mm. Uh, that was last year, 16th of June. If, um, if you have a look, we did a poll last year. Yeah. 74% of our fathers described themselves as partially alienated from their children. Mm-hmm. 50% of, our, uh, of the fathers described themselves as totally alienated from their children. According to Dr. Pinky DeToy from the Cineville Center in an article last year that she wrote, between 85 and 90% of parental alienation syndrome, which is child abuse, is perpetrated by the mothers. If you have a look at the economy, 60% of, of the population is unemployed. We have a shocking we have a shocking economic policy in this country, coupled with bad economic policies, uh, state capture, and etc. These last two years with the lockdown mm. has devastated everybody. Yeah. Are we saying fathers are not responsible for maintenance of their children? Absolutely not. But if you have a look at it, you know, if you have a look at like domestic violence uh, orders against fathers, 52% we are advised are based on false, fake or non-existent um, information. Insiders within um, legal circles say that those false or fake allegations are probably closer to 90%. So, and we know that once a false allegation is made against a father, that father can spend anything upwards of 18 months to two years having those charges overturned. If you have a look at um, what people understand, their rights and responsibilities, the vast majority of people don't know even where to begin or shouldn't be doing. Right. So, so Gary, uh, I, I'm going to ch- chime in there. And, and I, I agree mm. with a lot of the stuff you've been saying. And, of course, this is the research you've done with the dads who've obviously come to you for help as Fathers for Justice. A, a question I, I got on my WhatsApp line was, how much should a father be paying? Let's say, you know, the courts have their, their mm-hmm. determiners, etc. But if you could give that response as Fathers for Justice, what would you say to somebody? How much should a father be paying? In maintenance. Well, okay, so I mean, like, okay, it's not just the father that is responsible for maintaining. Let's put that out there. Okay, okay. we we, we but, get that. No, but uh, but let's but let's have a look at it. What is the average costs of maintaining a child? Yeah. Okay, and I mean, like, if you if the, if the father's earning ten thousand rand, yeah, he can't be paying paying ten thousand rand towards maintaining the child. Right. So, how much of that amount would you say? Well, would be fair? Uh, depending on who you're talking to, it's somewhere yeah. between fifteen and thirty percent of his net income per month. Okay. 
Okay, okay, mm. I hear you, I hear you. All right, Gary, as we as we wrap up this conversation, right, um, what would you say is your advice to someone right now who is having a situation with the father and the mother and the maintenance situation? Please mediate, please mediate. Going, because if you have a look at the cost of going, uh, to, going to court, mm. uh, you're looking at a minimum of a five to eight year fight at a cost of anything between 600,000 rand and 2 million rand per individual parent. That is unnecessarily wasted. Mediation allows you to get in and get out. Go in, suck up your pride. You are not going to go and mediate what mommy did wrong or what daddy did wrong. You are going there to discuss logistics and finance. Get into mediation. You're under the Children's Act, Section 21 and 33, uh, mediation and as contemplated in the Divorce Act of 1998, and new court rule, high court rule, which makes the lower courts automatically liable to uh, 41A is the new court rule that insists that civil matters must be mediated. We do not understand why the judges and magistrates allow these matters to go to court. Right. Go and mediate. Yes, mediation is costly yes. by, 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 no, by no stretch of the imagination. But okay. Okay. would you Gary, rather spend twenty to 30000 yeah. and get out? And, you know, I think, Gary, I, I love that you're asking for mediation. And I hope this is going to speak to those fathers who've been evading and those mothers yeah. who've also been evading. So I hope both parents are hearing the importance of mediation because I think a lot of the time the mediation doesn't work because one party doesn't want to mediate. One party doesn't want to hear anything. And you've got, you, you've got lawyers that, A, are not specialists in family law that complicate the matter. Yeah. And yeah. we allow for parents to litigate. Yeah. Gary know, De Silva? You, Thank you so no, much. Thanks. Sorry, I have to leave it there. No, um, it's okay. We, we can find you, Fathers for Justice, on your website. Is that correct? Yeah, www.f4j. It's the number 4j.co.za or info at f4j, the number 4j.co.za. Thank you so much, Gary De Silva, for your time. Appreciate it. Love you a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Fathers for Justice, Gary De Silva, speaking very passionately about uh, the role that fathers have and, and, and also emphasizing the importance of mediation. And I really hope if you're listening now and you've been that mom who's been keeping baby away because you're upset because the guy is not, you know, liking you no more, whatever, and it's really petty, that this will help, uh, this conversation will help for you to realize the importance of looking at the child's interest first. If you are that dad who has been evading your responsibility and not wanting to pay your maintenance, not wanting to see your child, I hope this has encouraged you to relook your actions because at the end of the day, the person who needs to win in all of this is the one who never asked to be in the first place your children they are here because you decided it's a good time we're happy and the year so please let's do what's best for the kids carol alfori weekdays 9 a.m to 1 p.m east coast radio